Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of God's Internet Church Podcast. This is episode number six. I'm your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, and we're going to be listening to a couple songs here in a minute. Then we're going to share something that God's doing new in 2021, and I share that category to give us some hope and some emphasis that God is still in the world today, and He's helping and teaching us something new. And then we're going to continue our our Bible study on the book of Job. We're going to talk about chapter number 7. And God is good. So right now, we're going to take go to our next segment of sharing our songs and we hope that you enjoy and we'll be right back after these songs.
If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. 
There are certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spoofy, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make podcasts in one place. Mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back, everyone, to the podcast, and I hope you enjoyed the songs. Um, I have been told that we had a little problem with one of the songs, and I apologize for that. But the song still went out, and praise the Lord. I guess we missed a few minutes of the song, and I apologize. But sometimes technology fails us, and hopefully they're working to solve that problem the next time. But right now, um, we're going to go into the next segment of our podcast, which is what God is doing new in 2021. I started that I think two weeks ago, two episodes ago, of what God's doing new in, you know, in our time, which is 2021. And I stumbled across an article, and I'm not going to read the whole article on the internet, and I'm going to just read a little excerpt of this article. The article was called "What God is Doing." New, what God is doing new, and basically there were some scriptures and stuff. But because of we're sharing the Book of Job, I'm not gonna you know go and because basically it was like a preaching teaching, and I'm not gonna do two preaching teachings in one session because I don't want it to get confusing. But and the segments basically on what God is doing new in 2021. But, and basically, this little expert here, and I'm going to read it to you. It says, because of COVID-19, we have, few, we have, we have learned many new things. They include how to count to 20 seconds, why we wash our hands, how to, how to make and use sanitizer, how to wear gloves and masks, how to make masks from bandanas and other materials, how to social distance. We have learned how to use technology for worship meetings and virtual family and friends for online shopping and distance learning and for telehearing doctors visits and how to stay safe at home and a lot of new technology well i want to share on some of these technologies that we learned now we learned that we have to find a way and god will find a way to get his word out to the world now, 
you might be saying, well, Pastor Ron, that's saying that it's new. And it's not new. Well, it is new and it's not new because a lot of a lot of churches wasn't dealing with streaming services, but a lot of them were. And now pastors that are not used to getting on social media and preaching their word from you know, they had to get used to sitting behind a table, sitting behind a desk, sitting at home preaching the word of God. I know one preacher that lives in Port Yearn, and you know, since it was kind of summer, he used his porch as kind of the stage um, to preach from and to do, you know, the church from. And it taught us that. You know, some of this stuff costs money. But it also taught us that we can go to Facebook Live, which a lot of pastors have done, where it don't cost money, and to share the Word of God. Now, if people, the ones, you know, I've been sharing this podcast out to my church members, which I believe is an online church that God called. And I preach online every Sunday. And at the 10 o'clock hour on Facebook Live. I mean, on Facebook, you know, the live where we can do live video. And then I share it to groups on Facebook. And after that. But see, we learned how to do this. Now, God's, I've been doing this over you know, at first I started out writing my sermons as post. Then I recorded my sermons by video, and then I shared them. But then the future of being Facebook Live came out, and then I didn't do it right away. But then I started, you know, trying it here and there. And then I finally went live, a Facebook Live. And I find that, you know, people are starting to watch me live. And... I praise the Lord for that because it's a way for me to reach not just people in the house with me and listening to the church service, but people across the world because I have people that India listens to me and I even have a person in China that listens to me. And you might be saying, they watch you live. The one in China don't watch me live. But that person does watch the podcast. I mean, watch the, the services on one of the groups. And I praise God for that. So God's using me in a special way. You know, a lot of people got upset when they couldn't go to church. A lot of ministers got upset because they couldn't be behind their pulpits preaching the word of God like they felt they want. But pastors, evangelists, if you're listening to this podcast, have you considered, have you considered, yes, you wanted to help your people and there's people that couldn't come in and maybe not had internet section 
uh, internet things. But mainly everyone has internet today. And some form of another. And have you considered that when you're preaching to your church group, your church, on Facebook Live, you know, you're not just preaching to your church group. When you go live and you're part of a group and when the people of your church share it on their web on their Facebook page all your friends get notified of their updated status and then when they watch it and share it it gets updated to more friends of that person, and so on and so on. And eventually, if you get well-known, and they kind of watch your broadcast, you could be preaching to the world, not just your local congregation. Let me tell you something, saints. God has a way, and God does provide his word to be taught. Yes, the church closed and locked, some of them. The church doors were sealed. Some churches didn't, didn't know or even bother, which I think is sad, and I'm going to tell the truth here. Didn't bother to try and preach the word. But you know what? A lot of churches did. But the point that I'm trying to make here is God made a way, even through this pandemic, to join on services. We might not be able to physically see each other unless you did like a Zoom meeting, which pastors, some pastors did it on Zoom meeting. And I've been considering that option and praying about it. So I want you guys who listen to pray about it. But God made a way. And if we would have stopped murmuring, complaining long enough, we would have seen that God made a way. It may not have been the choice that we want wanted but God made a way technology causes problems just like today's podcast but God made a way for this podcast to keep going despite the problems yesterday's past yesterday's service went live people were watching all of a sudden I lost the connection so we went back on live again, and the service, you know, and I went on and preached and ended up with two videos to, to share and post. But you know what? God's word went out. God's worship to him went out. And that's what we need to consider. Not the way we want to do things, but the way God wants us to do things.
we learned that God made a way for us to see our doctors, even though we were scared to go into the doctor's offices because of COVID. By telemark, by teletalk. We learned that God worked things out when things needed to be worked out. In 2021, God did some new things, even though some of this stuff was around already. But God implemented it for us to learn about it, more about it, and start using it. Hallelujah. And I just wanted to share what God's doing new there and how God opens doors for us. Hallelujah. We'll be right back for our Bible studies after these messages. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to God's Internet Church podcast, chapter, I mean, episode number six. And we're going to be going back into our Bible study at this time. And we're in the book of Job, chapter number seven. And we're going to share, I got three things to share that leaped out at me. One, the title, and then the two things that I believe God, that Job wanted to say here. And then um, we'll go from there. Job, chapter seven. If you got your Bibles with you, open up to Job, chapter seven, verse one. And we're going to read verses 1 through 21. And there is not an appointed time to a man upon earth. Are not his days also like the days of a hiring? As a servant earnestly desires the shadow. And as a hiring looking for a reward of his work. So am I. I made to possess months of vanity and worrisome nights. Are appointed to me. When I lie down, I say, when, when shall I arise and the night be gone? I am full of tossing to and fro unto the dawning of day. My flesh is clothed with worms and clogs of dust. My skin is broken and became loathsome. My days are swifter than a weaver shuttle and are spent without hope. Or remember that my life is wind. My eyes shall no more see good. The eyes of him that has seen me shall mean no more. Then the eyes are upon me, and I am not. As a cloud is consumed and vanished away, so he that goes down to the grave shall come up no more. He returns no more to his house, neither shall he his place known him any more. Therefore, I will not refrain my mouth. I will speak in anguish of my spirit. I will complain in the bitterness of my soul. Am I a sea or a whale that thou setteth a watch over me? When I say my bed shall comfort me, my cot, couch shall ease my complaints. Then thou scarest me with dreams, and terrifies me with visions, so that my soul chooses stranging and deaths rather than my life. I load it. I would not live uh, always. Let me alone, for my days are vain. What a man 
that thou shouldest magnify him, and that thou shouldest set thy heart upon him, and that thou shouldest visit him every morning, and try, and let every try him every moment. How long will thou not depart? Thou not depart from me. Let me alone till I swallow down my spittle. I have sinned. What sh I have sinned. What shall I do unto thee, O thou preserver of men? Why hast thou set me as a mark against me, so that I am burdened to myself? And why does not the pardon my transgression, and take away my iniquity? For all now all, all, I shall I sleep in the dust, and thou shalt seek me in the morning. But I shall not be. Well, we're coming to a point with Job here where he wants in his mind questions to be answered. And as a human, we go through this time. And some people see this as a sin that we shouldn't question God. But I don't. And the reason I don't is God wants a relationship with us. And in this relationship, sometimes we don't understand what is going on in our life. And God has the answers. The Bible tells us if we have answers, we need answers to seek. And I think God sometimes will want us to vent, then go out and do something that will hurt us. Like go kill ourselves in suicide or get get go to drinking or go to doing drugs just to cover up what is going on in our lives. To get a temporary fix of our feelings, to numb our feelings. Job is questioning God about his here about his continuing trial. Why, he's wondering, why, God, are you allowing this to continue? I've been begging you to do something to let me go and die or forgive me. Now, apparently at this time, God pointed it out to me, that listening to that first friend, I believe that Job feels, he's got Job feeling that he did something wrong. We don't know what it is. He don't know what it is, but he feels he did something wrong. And he even admitted in this chapter, I've sinned against you. But we know, because Job don't know and his friends don't know, but we know that the devil is coming against him because Job was doing something right and he was a threat to his kingdom. You know, the devil's kingdom. And that's what's going on now. The devil is, is going after him and God's allowing it 
to one to prove to the devil, hey, my 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 servant Job is not going to win. I mean, it is going to win you. Excuse me. He's going to win you. And he's not going to sin against me. And I believe us talking to the Lord or, or kind of venting to the Lord is not complaining. It's not a sin. And like I said in the last broadcast, I believe it's not a sin because at the point, there came when Jesus was on the cross. And Jesus, we're taught in the Bible that he committed no sins at all. And it says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And that could be considered in a roundabout way as a venting and questioning God. Now, the point is, what do we do after? We question God. Do we come to the point, I'm not questioning God, but venting to God, laying it all out. Do we give up and sin? Or do we keep going? Even though it's hard to do. Well, we got a lot more chapters in this book to study. So Job obviously kept going. But Job is basically wanting to do here with this venting was asking God, why is this continuing? Please show me why. Why are you allowing this to happen? Why ain't you pardoning me from that sin that I did? Now, basically... I think part of the problem here is when Job makes these statements and when Job starts talking to God, his friends are with him. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it brings them to the point of feeling they have to talk to Job and straighten him out because they think he's wrong and that he's getting deeper and deeper in sin. What I think Job should do is this point is get quiet before the Lord again. After he made this venting and let God speak to him. But the way things are going on, things come right back at him. And you know, you take your focus off God, you take your focus off your answers. Okay. He just wanted to be pardoned from his trial. His storm. His things that he's going through. He wanted to either God to take him. Or bring it to a close. In other words. He wanted to be restored. He wanted to be restored. And down the road, he does get his answers to what's going on and why. And in the end, he does get restored, you know, 
closer to the end. And we'll share more about that. But he, at this point, he wants to be restored. You know, he feels that he did something wrong. He feels that, because of his friends, that he sinned. And he doesn't understand because he's looking back of every day and up to the point that he lost everything of what he did. And he would make sacrifices for forgiveness for his kids and pie him and himself. I mean, we're human. We do make mistakes. But the thing is, he took care of them every day. So he's looking back at his life, just like a lot of us do, and saying, what did I do to deserve this? Lord, what did I do? Did I miss something? Did I forget to pray for something? What did I do? And as humans, we do that because we want a quick resolve over our trials and tribulations and problems going on. We want to be restored and get back on top of that mountain. But sometimes God allows things to happen for a reason. And I believe part of this reason for the suffering was to show the devil, hey, Job is going to beat you in the end. And two, for this to be this story to be written down for us, to teach us to be like Job and stay strong, even when we're weak in him and stay close to God. And like and that in the end, like Job, you will be restored. But we're learning through each thing. We learn through this that the devil does come against us, but he can't come against us unless God allows it. And God allows it sometimes to teach us things that maybe we are doing wrong. We, not Job. Or sometimes he's allowing it to show the devil, you're not going to beat this person. Go ahead and try, but you're not going to beat this person. Because the devil's not all-knowing, but God is. And like I said the last episode the last episode of the podcast, and like I said yesterday morning during service, we should be praising the Lord for our trials because we must be doing something right. But the important thing is that sometimes God does allow things to happen to us to get us straightened out. But in this case, that's not what's going on with Job. But, but we need to be like Job and figure out if when we got this trial coming, did we do something wrong? Do we need to ask God to forgive us? Or I can't find anything wrong. I'm going to praise him for it. Okay. So what have we learned here? You know, it's very, you know, that's. It's very straightforward scripture, so we didn't take along. But, you know, we don't need a 20-minute preaching. We don't need a 30-minute preaching. Sometimes we're going to have a 5-minute preaching, as long as the Word of God went out and is shared. You know, sometimes God is brief with us, to the point. And sometimes God is 
needs to teach us a lot. And so you should never feel ministers if you're listening, new ministers. And I used to do this when I became a minister. And I used to feel, you know, five minutes. Oh, my gosh. My first, you know, I've been doing this before I was a minister. And I became a minister about two years ago. And officially, and my first sermon behind the pulpit, even though I was used to preaching 20, 30, 40 minutes here, you know, it's a little bit different when you're behind the pulpit. But I was done in 15 minutes. And the person, I, you know, since I was new, I was questioning it. And they said, well, when the Spirit's done, the Spirit's done. Sometimes, and this is what the lead pastor told me, saying, Sometimes God preaches in five minutes. Have you something for five minutes or 15 minutes? It depends how, what, how much he wants to give the people and what the people need. And that is true. That is true. So I'm not going to apologize for a 15-minute Bible study on this chapter. Because, you know, I could go on and do chapter 8. But I believe that... This is what God wants, and, and we need to take it and share it. On that note, we're going to go to these messages. I'll be right back after these messages where our closing thoughts. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our God's Internet Church podcast, episode 6. And I we came to the end of another podcast, and I thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. And I would ask you to share, you know, these podcasts with people, too, because the more we get to hear the word of God, the more this world, people will make it to heaven and maybe this world straighten out. But it's all in God's timing for that. On that note, I'd like to say God bless you. Have a good day in the Lord. And we'll see you tomorrow for episode number seven. And, and the Bible study on Job chapter 8. God bless you and have a good day.